0: Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 187. This week, I am kind of continuing on with a little bit of what I talked about last week when we talked about whether parents really want online lessons. And so we're gonna focus on your niche and your positioning. Because the fact of the matter is, Parents want the absolute best lessons that they can get for their kids within their budget and their means. So, not just the financial budget, but the time budget and all the other things that have to go in, which we talked about last week. So, this week we're really focusing on how you help parents decide that you are the right teacher for their children. And that goes down to positioning and niching way down so that you are the perfect teacher for them. Before we get into everything, I want to remind you, as always, callwithjamie.com is the place to go to book a free 10-minute call with me. And we can talk about whatever it is, whether it's this podcast episode, another podcast episode, what's going on in your business, your website, your courses, whatever you'd like. I love those calls so, so much. And thank you to those of you who have recently booked them. Now, for the topic at hand, positioning and niching. First of all, a definition. A niche is the particular segment of the population that you are building your programs for. Your niche can really be anything. The narrower that you go, the more defined your role is in the industry. If you think about it, Amazon is the absolute opposite of creating a niche. And that's the case for a lot of big businesses. But small businesses, we get to create our niche. Every business that is sitting on Main Street in your hometown, that is a niche business because they chose to set up shop on Main Street. By default, Offline businesses, in-person, brick and mortar businesses, niche by geography. But in the online space, we get to niche by other factors. We can niche by the age of our students. We can niche by the specialty that we teach. We can niche by the other things that our students might do. We can niche by you name it. We can do it honestly and truly. A niche is a way to separate yourself and define yourself. I mean, just look at this podcast and the evolution. When I started this podcast, it was the Tech of Business podcast. I was talking about all things online business through a tech lens. And then I refined it down to the Expand Online podcast, where I was really focusing on people who had established businesses bringing something online. And then I niched further down to music and visual art educators and then I realized that my favorite place to be and where we are right now is specifically with music teachers. I love this space and I've just gone narrower and narrower and I think I'm as narrow as I need to be. What about you? Do you think that you could go narrower the nice thing is, is we don't have to stay in our niche forever. So if you choose to work with maybe one particular instrument or you work with one particular age group, once you're established in your niche, then you can add another niche and you can grow that way. So you're adding verticals to your space. It's a lot easier to market yourself as the person, the go-to person online when you have carved out a niche. So that's the niching side. Now, how does positioning matter? Positioning matters because we are then using language to express what it is and how we can move a student through the process of where they are now to where they want to go. Positioning is all about making it really clear to someone who who is looking at you as the educator for their child or who is just happening upon your website for no apparent reason. Positioning is what is going to help them say, yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. We want that feeling. We want someone to have an overwhelming sense of ease and confidence in us before they've ever had any opportunity to engage with us. And that's what positioning is all about. Positioning is saying, I focus on this particular niche. I provide this particular program, which allows someone who's at this particular level to get to this particular goal. Okay? Be sure to look at that in the show notes and map it out for yourself. That is going to be the basis of your positioning statement, which is our I help statement. I help, fill in the blank, do something so that they can achieve something else. So in my case, this is I help music teachers build online group programs so that they can leverage their time and experience for greater profit and impact. If you're a saxophone teacher and you are creating a group program, helping saxophone players do more things in band or, you know, getting ready for college or whatever it is, then you could have an I help statement that sounds something like this. I help saxophone players nail the band auditions so that they can win a solo or so that they can win a scholarship or so that they can fill in the blank. If you are a piano teacher for young kids You may have I help young children play their first tunes on the piano so that they want to take more piano lessons, right? If you're doing a very beginning program, that might be it. Once we have our I help statement, then we can create the language on our website that positions us as the expert. Our I help statement kind of, is the precursor to what goes on to the website. So for that saxophone teacher, yeah, your your I help statement, that could go on the website. But with a little bit more of a punch, we could have something on the website that says something like, get ready for that solo, an eight week program for high school saxophone players to nail the audition and impress the band director. Right? That is so powerful. And it really goes back to that I help statement. I know that audition season isn't all year long. So that's why we may have more than one I help statement that all fit into the same niche. So maybe you start with the uh, nailing the auditions and then maybe you move on to creating your portfolio and then you move on to something else maybe leading into the college program. But everything is helping those saxophone players go from being part of the band to being someone who stands out. That's that positioning. That is that positioning. So we're positioning ourselves as the expert, but we are also positioning our programs as having a specific result. This is really the biggest reason why positioning is so, so important. With lessons... Okay, with private lessons, which I know a lot of you have been doing and you're looking to get into these group programs, this is where we have to make a shift. Okay. With private lessons, we are taking a student along their journey. They are starting at a certain point and we're just taking them along the journey. We know that the end point of the journey is down the road. And we know that the road that they need to walk on is this one. And we are taking them down the road. Whereas with a group program of any kind, instead of us taking them down the road, we are taking them to a specific rest stop or restaurant, or however you want to describe it, we're taking them to a specific destination. Everybody who's in our program starts in one place and we get them to that final destination, even though that destination is not the end of the road, it is a specific destination that we can position our program to get them to. Nobody is saying that you have to take them all the way to the end of the road in eight weeks. That's ridiculous. I'd rather see, and this is again where positioning comes into play. We wanna position our programs so that they have specific, tangible results. If you take someone through an eight-week program and you get them to the point where they have a success, they have accomplished their goal, guess what? They're going to come back to you to get to that next goal, to get to that next root marker or rest stop or hotel or restaurant or however you want to describe this journey for them. They're going to keep coming back. And the really nice thing about all of this is that It becomes a process for you that as you create these programs, you're going to be able to layer them upon each other. So you may start with just that one program, taking the saxophone student to be able to nail the audition for their band director, and then everything else that you're doing is your one-on-one saxophone lessons. Then as you're working with your students, you have another idea for another group program. It falls into your same positioning I help statement, and you can create a second program. At that point, you now have two opportunities to do this group programming, and you can launch them both multiple times, and you'll be able to keep growing the repository of content, the repository of programming, and eventually, if that's your desire, you can stop doing your one-on-one lessons, or you can continue to reduce them or however you want to do things. But all of this is to say, when we niche down to become the experts in our domain and positioning ourselves so that it's clear what our goal is each and every program that we work on with our students, it's such an easy yes for that person who has come across or searched or found your program. They're already 90% of the way there and ready to say yes because you've niched down and they know you're speaking right to them and you have positioned yourself as the expert and you have positioned your program so that it's a clear mile marker on their journey on that road. So again, Niching and positioning. They are two very important pieces in the online space. I am so excited for you to create your group program. You are not too late for fall. I promise you that. You are not too late to have a group program kick off this fall. If you have an idea for one and you want to talk about niching and positioning, book that call with me. Go to callwithjamie.com or send me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie jamieslutsky and I will be back with another episode next week.